0: The Great Adventure of Max Bruch by Amy Lowell. Part 2, stanzas 12 through 22. Read for LibriVox.org by Eddie Sheffield, Jr. At com Little by little Max made out the way that Groot for pressed the poor harassed old man. His money he must have, too long delay had turned the usurer to a ruffian. But let me take my ship with many bales of cotton stuff dyed crimson, green, and blue cunningly patterned made to suit the taste of mandarin's ladies when my battered sails open for home such stores will i bring you that all your former ventures will be counted waste such light and foamy silks like crinkled cream and indigo more blue than sun whipped seas spices and fragrant trees a massive beam of sandalwood and pungent china teas tobacco coffee grootver only laughed max heard it all and worse than all he heard the deed to which the sailor gave his word he shivered twas as if the villain gaffed the old man with a boat-hook bleeding spent he begged for life not knew at all the road he went for curler had a daughter young and gay carefully reared and shielded rarely seen but on one black and most unfriendly day grootfer had caught her as she passed between the kitchen and the garden she had run in fear of him his evil leering eye and when he came she bolted in her room refused to show though gave no reason why the spinning of her future had begun on quiet nights she heard the whirring of her doom max mended an old goose-quill by the fire loathing his work but seeing no thing to do he felt his hands were building up the pyre to burn two souls and seized with vertigo he staggered to his chair before him lay white paper still unspotted by a crime now young man write said Grootfer in his ear if in two years my vessel should yet stay from amsterdam i give Grootfer some time a friend my daughter for his lawful wife now swear and curler swore a palsied tottering sound and traced his name a shaking wandering line then dazed he sat there speechless from his wound grootver got up fair voyage the brigantine he shuffled from the room and left the house his footsteps wore to silence down the street at last the aged man began to rouse with help he once more gained his trembling feet my daughter mynheer Bruch, is friendless now will you watch over her i ask a solemn vow max laid his hand upon the old man's arm before god sir i vow when you are gone so to protect your daughter from all harm as one man may thus sorrowful forlorn the situation to max Bruch appeared he gave his promise almost without thought nor looked to see a difficulty bred gently to watch a mother left alone bound by a dying father's wish who feared the world's accustomed harshness when he should be dead such was my case from youth mynheer curler last winter she died also and my days are past in work lest i should grieve for her and undue habits used to earn her praise my leisure i will gladly give to see your household and your daughter prosperous the sailor said his thanks, but turned away. He could not brook that his humility, so little wanted and so tremulous, should first before a stranger make such a great display. Come here tomorrow as the bells ring noon. I sail at the full sea. My daughter, then I will make known to you. Twill be a boon if after I have bid good bye, and when her eyeballs scorch with watching me depart, you bring her home again. She lives with one old serving woman who has brought her up, but that is no friend for so free a heart no head to match her questions it is done and i must sail away to come and brim her cup my ship's the fastest that owns amsterdam as home so not a letter can you send i shall be back before to where i am another ship could reach now your stipend quickly brooke interposed when you once more tread on the stones which pave our streets good-night to-morrow i will be at stroke of noon at the great wharf then hurrying in spite of cake and wine the old man pressed upon him ere he went he took his leave and shut the door twas noon in amsterdam the day was clear and sunshine tipped the pointed roofs with gold the brown canals ran liquid bronze for here the sun sank deep into the waters cold and every clock and belfry in the town hammered and struck and rang such peals of bells to shake the sunny morning into life and to proclaim the middle and the crown of this most sparkling daytime the crowd swells, laughing and pushing toward the quays in friendly strife. The horn of fortune sails away to-day, at highest tide she sets her anchor go, and starts for China. Saucy popinjay, giddy and freshest paint she curtsies low, and beckons to her boats to let her start. Blue is the ocean with a flashing breeze. The shining waves are quick to take her part, they push and spatter her, her sails are loose, her tackles hanging, waiting men to seize and haul them taut with chanty singing as they choose, End of part two, this recording is in the public domain.